Our next Tamper Tantrum interviewee from the SCAA show is someone that I know very, very well. And that is, uh, of course, Mr. Pizzi Williams. Now, Pizzi um, is someone who started life uh, in coffee not that long ago. So Pete originally was a chef and worked in some of the best restaurants uh, across the UK and Ireland and in Australia and further afield as well. Pete took to coffee very, very quickly. I think after four weeks of working at 3FE, he managed to finish third in the Irish Barista Championships. And um, when he began roasting, I think he kind of annoyed Steve Layton by how quickly he took to it. Steve um, kind of uh, remarked that he'd never really seen anybody do it so quickly and so well. Uh, to me, Pete is one of the most talented people to work in our industry. We met him at the SCAA show because he was helping Mr. Kali Fries from Finland uh, compete as a coach. And uh, in the past, he's coached myself, obviously, for world championships and been involved in many different coffee projects over the years. So Pete is always somebody that has a lot to say is a, a great guy and is always very, very interesting. So enjoy. So I'm joined by um, 2014 Irish Barista Champion, 2014 WBC semi-finalist, um, Mr. Pete William, who is now turned into a coach as well. It was a coach, competitor, a coach. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah. But did you really coach, Colin? No. That's, no. that's trying to tame... You know, tame a wild animal. That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> many, many, many days of taming. So for the people who don't know who Pete Williams is, and I'm sure there's only one or two of them, um, tell them a little bit about your background, how you got into coffee, and um, your career to date, and what you're up to now. Uh, how I got into coffee is a friend telling me Colin was competing in London. Okay. And he was like, there's a coffee shop in the city in Dublin making the best coffee ever and I went down to get in and they had a big sign at the door saying off the world championships handwritten off the world championships back in a week and I was like ah. so so you, you're, you're you're living in Dublin then and well can't, not very much now but no um, I'm back, just back in Dublin I was just literally yeah. in London like working in, as a chef yeah, so so tell us a little bit about your background in the in the chef, because okay, so, lots of people don't know this about you. They just know you as Pizzi. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. So like straight out of school, um, into kitchens, working all the hours in the sun as hard as I can to be as as good as I could. Um, got to travel around, so I went to live, you know, I went to live in Sydney and then back to Dublin for a bit, then Leeds, working in, like all these little nice restaurants and fancy places. And back then, traveling again, back to Sydney. Seems to be a trend here. Yeah. But then London for a bit. Didn't know anything about coffee. Zero. Never been to a, never had a filter coffee. Okay. Never. It, working in the kitchen, you've never had a coffee? No, no, I've never had a filter coffee. Oh, okay. Filter coffee. Espresso. Always espresso. Chino, yeah. Never filter. Okay. Um, so you were, you were working as a development chef? Development chef parents at that point. Yeah. And just R&D, long hours, all trying loads of nice things. All day just tasting, 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 tasting. Uh, tasting, make a recipe, taste it. Give it out to people. And then yeah. you go back to Dublin, and you're kind of... I remember first I got, meeting I got, you. I got, well, I got burned out. Yeah. I was fed up in the kitchens, didn't enjoy it. Um, came back to Dublin, got like a bad chef job, where like, one of those people would give up on their, on their career. <laughs> Literally, that was it. Yeah. Um, then I found 3FB, and went in, and got an espresso. I hated it. Yeah? Oh, I did not. I got, so I went in, like... Two days after the Worlds, when he got back, but he wasn't there, Colin wasn't there, it was Pete, and he was like, espresso, and... Pete, 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 Pete,
um, nicest man ever. Yeah. And he gives me this espresso, and I'm like, I don't like it. It's so intense. It's like, there's all these that I like now, but I didn't understand then. I did not like it. Sitting on, sitting on a speaker next to the bar. It was cool. It was different. So I remember the first time we met, and I, you, were, you were standing on the brew bar while I was working brew bar in Twisted Pepper. For some reason, I've no idea why I was working. Did we have a conversation about a tube map? Yes. Coffee shop tube map yeah, thing? That, that's still a thing that I'm actually still doing. Like, <laughs> I remember this. Really. Years on. Um, so, yeah, so you were, you were working, uh, you, were, you were kind of working in uh, jobs in, in Dublin. Yeah, like as, a, as a temporary, and, temporary yeah. chef for a, yeah. a, a catering company, hating my life. Uh, but you getting paid super well for those yeah. things. Okay. And, okay. and I remember meeting you and going, oh, my God, that man is so intense. Like, he's so full on. But actually, we kind of got on, but I thought, like, Colin was like, ah, oh, the guy, he does my head in. He drives me crazy. I, I was one of the people that came in every day and wanted to taste everything. Yeah. Because I was given a filter coffee. Which happened to be like Panama Esmeralda, and I was like, "What is this? Is this has I was like, "Why has nobody told me about this?" I'm like, "Either it's a secret, or they're just rude." Because I spent my whole life drinking terrible, terrible things, and then someone gives me this and all this flavor, and I was like, "These people are rude." So it'd be about 2010, early 2011. Yeah, like, like maybe October. Okay. Kind of getting into it properly. And, and Colin, Colin said to me, oh, I'm going to give Pete a job. You were Pete the chef at that Pete point. Pete the chef. Pete, Pete. He did it the creepiest way ever. Well, no, I was like, you do not give that man a job. You will kill him. You will kill him because he will drive you crazy. He nearly did as well a few times. Yeah. yeah. He did it the creepiest way as well. So like, I used to go in and we had the weird chats. And um, I was in work one day and I get a text message from a man I haven't given my number to. Okay. And he texts me, he goes, hi, it's Colin from the coffee shop, are you coming in today? And I was like, is this the way you get customers? <laughs> but I am coming in, I mean, one text at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm in today. Um, so we sat down and we had a little chat and I was like, all right. He was like, do you want a job? And I was like, do you want a form you? but I have a job. And he was like, you hate your job. And I was like, you know me too well. <laughs> So I was. This was a. This was a Wednesday, and so we had a we had a quick chat. And we had a chat about money, and we decided not to tell each other what we we're going to pay or if we get paid. We wrote it down and swapped papers, and we both turned them over and made exactly the same face for the wrong reason. Okay. So my wage would have to be halved. Yeah. So exactly halved, and he was like, oh, and I was like, oh, and I was like. So I was like, alright, I have to think about it, but I knew what I wanted to do. Like, I love the shop. I love everything that went on there. Yeah. I fell in love with coffee in general. Like, everything about it. And Colin, and Colin was the, at that point was the reason. I, like, I spent so many years working with so many people, you know, chefs with all this love and passion. But to see someone with so much love for one thing yeah. and look into so much, I was like... It's like loving carrots. Yeah, it's like loving carrots. <laughs> you know, it takes a special human to love carrots. It does take a special human to love carrots. So six weeks later, you come second in the Irish Barista oh, Championships. Third, third, third. Behind a Dave Walsh. Behind a Dave Walsh. Yeah, so okay. I, I started working and Colin entered me in the competition. I didn't even, I hadn't even seen it before. I hadn't even heard about it. All I knew is he, he was at the World Championships before. It's amazing. It's amazing. Six weeks. Um, and you worked at 3FB and then last year you... Um, 
Ken Roaster. I became a roaster to help of a lovely man in Stafford. What, Roland? Yeah, <laughs> Gary, actually. Gary Arrow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I became a roaster. Yeah. Uh, so training with you and has been yeah. for 10 weeks, getting exhausted. Yeah. Going over, flying over, flying back. We got very sick of you by by the end of it. Oh, by week two. Yeah. That was about hour two, I think. <laughs> um, but no, that was, it. That, that was interesting. But as you turn into a roaster, you suddenly decide that you're going to enter the Bruce competition again. Yes. Like, yes. So, so what was the thinking there? Um, honestly, Colin's not doing it. I got a, I got a chance. Okay. No. Um, I think coming third after such a short time in the business, I was like, didn't do it justice. Yeah. Uh, I'd already been coaching Colin or helping like Colin to get to where in the world, you know. So you, you pretty much were Colin's coach uh, from 2012 onwards. Yeah. Uh, so Vienna and Melbourne. Yeah, um, I think coaching Colin is a, is a different ball game. And you were also always helping with the sick drinks yeah. and all those sort of things. It became my thing. It did become your thing. Um, so then... Some success. So you, you competed in the Irish one, won the Irish one and went to Rimini last year. Which um, was... Which was interesting with the roasting. Yeah. You know, trying to, try to do one thing full-time, you know... And then suddenly so stop making drinks and entering the drinks competition. Yeah, and, and, and then not roast your own coffee. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. it seems a bit silly for most people, but you know, um, but it, it was good and it, it, it was nice to be able to kind of your day job not be making coffee to do the make, making coffee job in, in the competition because your mind is completely away from it. You know, I come in the morning early, get all my roasting out of the way, yeah. and then. I'm ready to, ready to practice and there's, there's no disruptions there's no other things it's like slip button up very easily you know so it made semi-finals last year yeah nearly made finals no were you, was, were you, you, was it your caps or I can't remember these caps or espressos that coffee, you, coffee making in general yeah I think like if, if I'm going to be honest I didn't make coffee well enough yeah like you know I think one of my goals was um, was to go to the worlds and improve my Improve my public speaking a bit. Improve my presenting. Um, I'm not so comfortable on stage. I'm not like some people enjoy it, really enjoy it. Uh, I'm not. So I was like, that's my, that's a, that's a motivation for me to kind of get better at that. Do this, and but I kind of focus too much on that on the day, and something suffered. Like some shots suffered, caps definitely suffered, um, and I, yeah, I was, I was disappointed. So now you've slipped back into coaching again. Though. So you're, you worked with Dale uh, on the UKBC yeah. with him and um, very closely. You worked with Calais, uh, Calais Fresse. It's been yeah, it's been a tense uh, Now semi-finalist. Yeah, highest, and it's just completed. the highest placing Finnish person ever. Really? Yeah. See, I find this super interesting because Finland is obviously that you know high-consuming nation, high one of the Nord, you know, the highest-consuming nation per capita. Yeah. Um, you know, but also. No, one of the Nord countries, which you know, kind of they always did well in the olden days in yeah. that but highest placing so far, which is 12 at the minute, yeah, and maybe even going even higher into the finals. Yeah, that's good. And like we had a, we had a goal of that's what that's what he wanted to achieve. You Do know? you think competing has helped you become a better coach? Uh, yes. Yes. One, I understand. You know what we're looking for. Yeah. You know. And understanding what the person's limitations are, you know, I think it's a big thing. Um, don't don't aim too high. Uh, understand where you want to go and how you want to get there, and how you want to communicate it out. And understanding what their skills are. And you know, unfortunately, we're all we're 
we're all obsessed with how, our, how to make coffee during competitions, and that's the best thing we do. Day in, day out, in shops, we serve people amazing coffee, and then it comes to competition, and we think we forget how to do it. So this year, with Calais, we didn't make coffee. We didn't taste it. No coffee until like the last day. We used coffee, old coffee that he had in the shot, shots, and we just worked on what he wasn't, focused on what he wasn't good at. Because he makes fantastic coffee. You know, and the shop is, it's not there now, but, you know, every day, day in. So it's like, it's understanding where our weaknesses lie, and making coffee is not one of them. So what, what's next, please, because you've left 3FE now? I've left, uh, left 3FE, yeah, last year. Yeah. Um, back, back in the world, had a few months, and... I felt that I wasn't, I wasn't bringing the same value I used to bring to Trifi. You know, um, there, there was back in the day when it was small, and my skill set was was used a lot. Yeah, running around. You were running the kitchen at yeah. one point. You managing the kitchen, managing the shop, managing the shop, doing, managing the roast, doing loads of weird things yeah. in between. Building the shop. Sanding, oh, the sander. But then, then as, the, as the company grows, I think I become less useful to the company. And I wasn't given the same what I used to give. So I thought, you know, someone else should do this. Someone else should do, come in, bring a fresh set of eyes to the company and push forward. Like I, I was too, it's not too long, it's four years or so. But I, I believe that once I leave and someone else takes my role, new ideas will, will push forward and even further. So I, I was becoming... Useless, and I don't. I don't like to be useless. So what's next? Well, I've been, I've been helping. I've been consulting for the last couple of months. Um, people who have issues that they want to fix in coffee shops and businesses. You go, I need some help, and I go up and give them the systems and you know help improve your coffee. And coach has taken up a lot of time. Yeah, will do. You'll do that. Yeah, but I, I, partly, part of me, even though I felt when Trippy got a little bigger. Partly wants to, to, to join like a, a large, slightly larger company. Yeah. No, no, definitely. <clears throat> um, have a little bit more structure, so it's it's kind of and and kind of help either in operations or in education. I think I think education is what I want to get into. Awesome. Thank you for joining us, Peter. Thank you very um, much. And, We're nearly uh, out of batteries. Yeah, we? running out of batteries. We could talk so for we, hours. We just, yeah, we could talk for hours, and I actually wanted to, but I have. 1% battery left and I'm sure it's going to die at any we'll second. We'll do another one. So we'll do another one another time. Awesome.